Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Today, I'm joined on the microphones for a very soulful chat with the absolutely divine Ali Ochen. Ali's known to most for her time on the Bachelor TV series, in particular, The Bachelorette. A TV personality and cheerleader for all things health and wellness, Ali is a yoga and meditation teacher, qualified life coach, and hosts her own wellness retreats that encompass movement, well-being, and of course, healthy food. A deeply spiritual and connected being, Ali is a light who, when graced with her presence, allows you to feel seen and whole. I was lucky enough to meet Ali at the WellWeb launch event on the Gold Coast, and I was instantly drawn to her calm and grounded energy. Radiating warmth, Ali's mindful and considered daily practices are proof of how a healthy life can set you up for success. Sharing how she moves through tough times, her personal gratitude practice, what her morning and nighttime routines look like, and the power of meditation in her life. This is a nourishing chat that has a holistic approach to health, demonstrating the power in ensuring all facets of your life are working in harmony. Here's Ali. Pure Harvest range of nutty oat milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. Available in three dairy-free flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Macadamia Dream, you'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, Pure Harvest range of non-milks use whole organic ingredients that make beverages that taste great and most importantly make you feel good. Now available at your local Woolworths and leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. Hello, beautiful Ali, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? I'm really well, thank you, Madeline. I'm, yeah, smiling from the inside. (laughs) Oh, that is so nice to hear. You can tell your cheeks are like beaming this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That does have to do with my ring light as well. (laughs) It's definitely working in your favour. I need to get one of those. You've got like serious, beautiful glow. (laughs) I need it. I've been up since 5am. I've been doing bracket radio with CFM, which is uh, Sunshine Coast's number one radio station. (laughs) So I've been, yeah, I've been doing their brekkie this week and getting up so early at 5am. Like I'm not used to that. No, I feel like that times in the mornings, like, illegal no one should have to get up at that time in the morning to yeah. start work when it's still dark that. yeah literally and in Queensland yeah it would be it would still be dark as well um yeah it was so funny when you messaged me saying I'm just having some lunch I was thinking oh god girl I'm just having breakfast so yeah. you're doing well yeah it felt a bit weird I was having a rice quinoa broccoli and tofu I'm like mm, I don't normally eat this kind of stuff in the morning but anyway I felt like it because it, it feels like 2 o'clock or something. Yes, yeah, it would. Are you going to bed so much earlier now as well with those early mornings? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in bed by 8. Are you usually like an early to bed person? Is that part of your routine? Uh, not early to bed, but normally normally I'd be in bed like 9.30 and 10.30. Yeah, okay, nice. I just nice. I look forward to bed. I love bed. Same. It's like my favourite part of the day. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's my safe little haven. I've got my angel cards, my crystals, mm. my essential oils, and then got my meditations or like I'll listen to um, um, spiritual uh, YouTube video, like people I follow and stuff. I love doing that. 
And do you do that? That's a before bed ritual for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also read, but I'll I'll like really analyze my dreams in the morning because of what I've put into my head basically before I go to sleep. So I'm like, yes. oh, I wonder if I'll like dream about that tonight. I wonder if it's like got ingrained to my unconscious. Yeah, that is so cool. And do you ever find the links? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, <laughs> I do always ask my angels and my guides, like, please guide me, like show me some guidance or, you know, show me something, give me a sign in my dreams. And whenever I ask that, I always get a dream that I remember and then can try and interpret. And do you have any, I guess, rituals that set the tone for your day at the start of the day in the morning when you get up? Yes, definitely always at least a 20-minute meditation because I find anything other than that, like I find then I can start actually dropping in and then I'll receive, you know, important messages throughout the day and just really be clear so I've got a focused and clear mind because rather than getting influenced by any other media streams or you know realize what I'm thinking and feeling and just sit with that definitely Um, and then after that I normally come upstairs make a black coffee take it back to bed and then I'll look on social media (laughs) such an intentional way to start your day as well isn't it it can be really hard to be mindful of that and almost allow social media platforms or things to take control of our day if we're not setting that kind of thoughtful intention from the get-go so I really love that yours is so thoughtful and well considered that's really nice yeah and and gratitude as well definitely yeah Yeah. and so what does that look like for you how do you practice your gratitude um well definitely always be hand over the heart and just saying either out aloud or in my head um specifically what I'm grateful for so not like, oh, I'm grateful that it's sunny today. Like um, I'm grateful for the sun touching my skin because, you know, it's feeding me vitamin D, which is making me happier, which makes a difference to my day. So like very specific so you can connect with it. Mm. That's awesome. I've never really heard anyone go like emphasize the specific side of it, which I really love because like you just said, then you have that real real connection to it, don't you? Yeah, because I find if you don't, then it's sort of just a, oh, just get this routine or ritual out of the way quickly. And it's sort of like a palming off and it's like you don't want to delve into it. And I guess do you, you know, fitting with the theme of the show, Healthy Hustlers, do you have any healthy habits that have really helped your hustle lately? I guess especially getting up at, you know, 5 a.m. in the morning, which you're probably not used to, your body clock. What is some kind of some little healthy habits that are really helping you throughout this time? Yeah, definitely eating healthy. Like I'm normally always healthy, but on the first day of radio, I had three coffees (laughs) and I never have three coffees. And I was by the end of the show, I was super anxious yeah. and like I even felt like I wasn't myself. I'm like, oh, what is this? Definitely not going to have three coffees again and, and just go back to being me. Like the one coffee is all I need. 
<laughs> You're cracking oh my up. Oh, I just can like when you as soon as you said three coffees, I was like, oh my goodness, I can imagine where this ended because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> if I have strong coffee or like over a shot, I'm like that. It's almost like this out of body experience, like you can't control your own feelings almost inside you. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's yes. Like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm not being the grounded, normal person. And I think people take it so that they can be more aware and focus, but it does the opposite to me. Yeah. I'm like, I can't think straight because of the anxiety that's taking over and my throat is closing. Yeah. That's how I feel. I totally, totally resonate with that. Like, And mm. I've had to have months where I just go off coffee because it's just like it's so not supporting my – it's like my adrenals going to overdrive from it yeah. if I'm if I'm which yeah. is actually what happens. Yeah. yeah, and you can it's like you can feel that inside your body, can't you? It's like I know mm. even the anxiety and stuff. It's like it's rushing so quickly that I feel like I can't, I don't have any control over almost centering it and bringing it down. Whether if you feel anxious in a normal situation without the adrenaline of the coffee. You know, I feel like I have enough tools and tactics to be able to like recenter myself and ground myself again. Yep, I know exactly what you're saying. You lose yeah. that awareness of yourself almost. Absolutely, definitely. So um, now you did mention that you love reading. And so I'd love to know if you've had any books, I guess, that have had a really positive impact on your mindset or really, really changed the game when it comes to your thinking. I read a book probably around a year ago. It's called The Monk That Sold His Ferrari. Oh. Have you read that? No, but I've heard about it. Yeah. Oh, Tell me. you have to read it. It's, uh, it's um, by Robin Sharma, and I remember his name because he, he then, because I did a little shout out on Instagram, and then he sent me his latest book and, and oh, signed it and everything. That's I so thought nice. that was so cool. Because that's so cool. Book, yeah. It had a profound effect on my life, like, when I was reading it, I'm not one for writing in novels or books or anything like that or keeping tabs, but, you know, I would bookmark pages and, and I would write, you know, write little notes that of thoughts that I had and be so connected with my journal and then, like, relaying that onto my Instagram and stories and posts. And so it's about a really high-end successful lawyer and he's got apparently all the materialistic dream things he's winning big cases but he's very unhealthy and he's very unhappy really inside and he reads or he hears about these people going into the mountains I think it's Himalayan mountains and finding these monks and He's like, I'm, I'm going to do it. And he sold, he sells everything, so the monk that sold his Ferrari, and goes and treks and looks for these monks and he actually finds them and he tells the story about his teachings and his learnings and it's so interesting. Isn't it crazy to, like, see the shift? Like, I just love where we are. Well, I'm enjoying, I should say, like, where we are as a society of seeing those shifts in people so much more and hearing those oh, stories yeah. and how powerful they are. And I just think, mm. wow, we're just like day by day it almost feels like we're just becoming this more conscious and almost alive society, you know, where yeah. awareness. It's like 
we're waking up and realizing like all of yeah. the things that weren't serving us and we weren't doing right. Yeah, and I, I love that. I love it so much. Me That's too. awesome. I'm going to read that. So, and yeah. I love that it had such an impact on you. It's the best when a book just like resonates so deeply with you. Oh, yeah, it definitely, definitely did. Yeah, as I said, I'm not one for writing notes in a book, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, very good. And I so relate to you. Like, I love how the collective is is waking up almost. And, you know, there are so many people now getting sparked by other people and remembering, you know, who they are truly inside and how we're not a do-do-do society. We're actually like, let's just be together and we still are successful. Now, I guess to shift gears a little bit, but for anyone who might not be familiar with you, which I'm sure there's not many people, but I would love to get like a little sneak peek into your journey and I guess, you know, who Ali is today. Yeah, um, I guess it started in uh, 2013 when I was on the first Bachelor and that was as a contestant and I broke my leg and broke my heart (laughs) (laughs) on the show and um, I was, was, yeah, living in, in Adelaide then and then from there... I've always been into health and wellness, like always. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote a book earlier on about um, my healthy recipes, workouts and meal plans and stuff like that. Um, So that's always been in there and, um, you know, done little athletics since I was four and ballet dancing for 18 years and, you know, just gone camping and doing sort of lots of outdoor stuff as kids living in the country. So that was sort of all ingrained naturally in me. And then I was on Bachelor in Paradise and then they asked me to be the Bachelorette. All good experiences, like took lots of valuable lessons out of all of them. And then Holy Moly and then SAS. So, yeah, a lot, lot on TV but um, also a lot with my health and wellness where, you know, I studied yoga and meditation. I've done NLP coaching and timeline therapy. So now I can be a practitioner in that and work with people one-on-one. I've done some wellness retreats in Victoria and North Queensland and that they just encompass basically what I think is a healthy, holistic lifestyle. So uh, workouts, meditation, yoga, healthy food, nutritionists, journaling. So that that's all within a um, retreat. Yeah, so TV plus my wellness passions. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I love that. You've had such an amazing career so far. I guess how have you juggled being in the spotlight while also being on your own journey of self-discovery and spirituality and, and you know, because I, I know, you know, we both view health as that kind of full circle approach and so, you know, spirituality being such a, a key part of that health journey. How have you balanced that or, or found that? Has it been hard at times or has it been quite a nice, you know, harmonious journey? Yeah, when I woke up, which was last year during our yeah COVID pandemic, I was staying up at mum and dad's and it was mum and dad live in the Glasshouse Mountains. If you don't know that area, it's just 
beautiful rainforests, waterfalls, like a big retreat really. So I had the best sort of area to wake up and become more spiritual and connect. And I wanted to document it. So I was always on um, stories and posts sharing sort of what I was feeling and thinking. And I think it just went hand in hand. I felt like it really did with my journey of spirituality and and the media. I remember I was called a um, conspiracy theorist at one stage (laughs) in an article. I was just like, yes, my message is getting through. I was going to say, I think that means you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> uh, oh, definitely getting noticed. That's awesome. That is so good. <laughs> I guess then in that same theme of, you know, being in the spotlight and stuff, when it's come to more times of hardship, how have you been able to really nurture and protect your own mental well-being? Through the people around me, so family and friends definitely help and meditation definitely help, yoga and and yet not stopping those practices basically. So yeah. keep on keep on doing them, keep on connecting, keep on exercising, keep on eating healthy. I remember um going through a really like bad time, downtime, and yeah, I think the meditation and everything made me feel all the feelings and normally like in my past I would normally just be like block them off pretend they're not there just try and move on to the next thing and I wouldn't want to deal with what was actually happening and all the horrible feelings and emotions and basically yeah stuff that really gets you down and stops your day so it was good to have that time and space to shit yeah it's it's funny though it's like there can be such a power in it even though at the time it's so hard when you're navigating it and going through it to then come out of it and almost like this force that comes with it and this power because you've almost embraced it and felt it it's like you know you do reach that light at the end of the tunnel and it's like this aha moment of oh wow I needed to go through that to take me to my next level self almost. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you move through it and you basically heal that part of you. You can move on and be happy and take the next steps and not have that baggage with you. Yeah, absolutely. Because it will just keep on coming up. Yeah, 100%. And mm. the universe will just keep presenting it in different ways and making you deal with it. Yeah, you don't just go through it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you didn't learn from that. Here it is again in this form. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. It's so true. I guess then, you know, on the flip side of that, being someone that does show up on online and, you know, is in the media and stuff like that, how do you protect your own energy? Like how do you really go about nurturing that and ensuring that, you know, because that's been, I think, and not that I'm not out there as much as you in like at all, but I mean just in terms of when you are even just in social settings, like I'm really struggling at the moment or oh, well, finding a huge lesson at the moment in protecting my energy in all aspects of my life, even, even if it's just with a catch-up or what I give to work or to my family. And it's just been such a huge lesson around protecting that. And I'd love to know if you kind of have any practices or 
tools that you use to ensure that you're always protecting your energy? It definitely is a, a big mindset uh, first step because I sort of, I have always felt the same way. But then I was, I was watching this video or YouTube video, I can't remember what it was, and, and they're like, you never lose your spirituality. You never lose your energy. It's always within you. So you actually don't have to protect it because it's always there and it's always safe. Yeah, so that was like a first step for me. I'm like, okay, so that's good. And then it's basically I always remind myself to remember to be emitting my own energy and keep on tapping into how I'm feeling almost like trying to spread my energy. I know you probably don't want to hear that. No, I love that. I love that. And also carrying um, Shungite crystal. Yeah, okay. So what that one is for, and it, like is that an energy, can you talk a little bit about that crystal? So Shungite is supposedly one of the most powerful crystals, healing, um, protection. Yeah, apparently the Russian soldiers even used to use it. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So I've got that. Yeah. Yeah. It's black. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. That's so good. I, um, I really liked your take on that because I think it's so easy to go to other people's energy levels. Mm. So to be able to stay grounded in your own would be really powerful feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I always remind myself of that actually. Even say like, this morning on radio, I was like, oh, wow, ah, I'm going to have to start speaking like he does and start like matching his energy. But then I'm like, no, wait a second. I like myself because of how I talk and, and how I am and the energy that I put out. So I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's so funny because when we met at the WellWeb event a few weeks ago, yeah. I felt so calm in your energy. You know when you leave an interaction with someone and just like, wow, like I felt better when I, after I left the interaction, with, like, you know, the conversation with you than I did going into yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, you just have you. such yeah, a you calm, make me feel calm as well. grounded energy. So I really love yeah. that take because I definitely know at times like I have the tendency to try to, yeah, match people's energy or go to theirs and then I walk away a lot of the time feeling quite depleted or sad yeah. from it. Yeah. And not because it's been bad, it's just, yeah, not controlling where I need to sit, you know, where I feel the best at. Yep. Oh, thank you. And, yeah, I also find you very calming as well. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> but I know, yeah, people, I think people are, if they're not aware of it, then they can just become, yeah, and match their the other person's energy maybe that's why people as well say oh it's really hard to be around her she's so high energy or yes yeah because they find it really intrudes their energy i guess we'll be right back after this healthy break i'm very excited to let you know that my favorite nutty oat milks from pure harvest nom range are now available at woolworths australia wide 
I stopped using ordinary milks many years ago and started using delicious nut milks for my coffee, smoothies and soups. Since day one, I've chosen Pure Harvest as their non-dairy milks are free from preservatives and sugars, only containing the best and cleanest ingredients. Pure Harvest's new range of nutty oat milks come in three dairy-free flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Macadamia Dream. You'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, Pure Harvest Nom Range use whole organic ingredients to make beverages that taste great and most importantly, make you feel good. Now available at your local Woolworths store and leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. It can, at times, if you're not aware of it, like feel like you're on this, if you're interacting with a lot of people in a day or if, you know, you're at a social event or out for dinner with a group, if you feel like you're almost on this roller coaster of, of yeah. feelings, of energy, mm. because it's like, mm. oh, one person's more introverted and you're talking to them and then you've got this massive, yeah, extrovert or someone that's like mm. high energy and so you're almost like up and down like a yo-yo. Um, yeah. So I'm really going to start practising practicing that. I love that. I actually found that at World Web. I went by myself and I walked into the room and there were all these like beautiful high-energy ladies I'm like, oh, oh, like, who am I going to talk to? Who's going to talk to me? What am I going to say? Well, everyone's like so high energy and intense. I'm just going to go over here and have a massage. And then I sort of like calmed myself down and, and then, yeah, it was all good. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely the energy in that room that day was so high. Like it was awesome. But um, yeah, you yeah. definitely felt it from the, the moment that you walk in. And I think you know, a lot of that comes from the power of amazing people supporting other amazing people's dreams and desires. Like it was such a, um, it was a high energy, but it was also such a beautiful energy to just see like, you know, all of these women. Oh, oh yeah. there was guys there too supporting each other to be, versions really of ourselves so it was awesome Mm. yeah yeah remember that transition from meditation and the the, like energy after that yes and how everyone was was more calm yeah and grounded and that shows the power of meditation doesn't it as well to just Mm. recenter it and to reground us I think you know regrounding like grounding yourself is just such a powerful practice to really be able to be sitting in your truth and and showing up as yourself as well yeah do you have any crystals I know we spoke a little bit but I really would love to dive into crystals because I I, quite a few listeners will ask me about crystals and how you use them and and I use them but I feel Mm. like it's so personal to each person so I'd love to know I guess I know you sell dependence on your website which I'll put a little to if anyone would like to get a necklace pendant um, to wear with them But, yeah, can you share a little bit about how you use crystals throughout your day? I've always loved crystals, stones, shells, like anything sort of mineral. Um, I've just had a, like, connection and I have been drawn to them and collected them. And so I just love their energy and them being around me and I love finding crystals, well, they find me, (laughs) and just the difference that I feel when they're in my presence or whether they're on me or in my hand. But I like to um, meditate holding a crystal 
I always go to my favorite clear quartz crystal and um, yeah, I'll just hold it or put it in front of me and it just centers me. I feel it relaxes me. Yeah, sometimes I, I take them in the bath so I can cleanse them and wash them. I put them under the moonlight so they're cleansed. Yeah, I, as I said, I carry them around in my bag. I used to wear them in my bra and then I would always forget that I had them in my bra and would <laughs> change to go to the gym and I'd, I'd always smash on the floor. Oh my God, I'm getting too much bad juju. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, and just have them around my home. I, I really like the look of them as well. Yeah, during meditation really is when I use them. And let's talk a little bit about your overall spiritual practice because I know there's a lot of people that are kind of new to this. What tips would you give to someone that I guess is just starting out on feeling a bit more connected and really tapping into, you know, their intuition and stuff? How would you, what advice would you give them for starting a, a spiritual practice? Starting a spiritual practice, I would say one to start meditating and not to put big expectations on meditation either because when you meditate, actually nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And so don't expect anything to happen because you're doing it when nothing happens, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So true. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you do have time to sit in stillness and meditate. I would say journaling would be another thing so that you can get your thoughts down and they're more clear and who knows, you might be more of a visual person rather than wanting to sit. Um, I would say watch videos as well, like YouTube videos or podcasts of people that you've heard have got some interesting things to say about spirituality and getting different like points of view of that because that just is knowledge, I guess. And then you can either go down the rabbit hole or not. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that I would I would say that's where people should start. Yeah. Being quiet, still by themselves, so they can analyze their own feelings and deal with them. And it's so like I think some people think of spiritual spirituality is so woo-woo but it's just such a deep connection with yourself really isn't it mm. like it's more yeah. just about like you hold the power inside mm. of you that's probably been one of the greatest lessons for me is like I have all of these answers inside it's just tapping mm. into it enough and quietening the mind enough to be able to answer that I find it with motherhood too like personally motherhood's been a huge spiritual it's almost felt like a spiritual awakening for me and it's like I've really realized that like the more I tap in to my own knowing I just am like it's like I'm unlocking all this new wisdom and it's just reinforcing to me that like we all have that inside us it's just committing to that practice committing to that time for us every day to be able to actually unlock that stuff and to allow it to come out which is why journaling is so powerful because what can actually come Beautifully out said. is so yeah. you know, powerful. So, yeah, how does your journaling look like? Is that kind of a morning practice? Is it any time you just feel bored? Yeah, definitely in the morning with my black coffee. Um, so I'll write down what my personal goals are for that day, what my spiritual goals are, 
and what my professional goals are. You know, they may be one or two words or they might be a couple of sentences, but then I sort of has, have some direction and intention for the day in, in those three important areas of my life. Um, and then from there, uh, if I'm feeling it, I can write down my feelings. Yeah. Sometimes like when I'm writing, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> so that's how you're feeling and that's why you f- like you reacted like that or, you know, <laughs> totally. and as you said, yeah, as you said, we are, we do have all the knowledge and wisdom within ourselves. And I, I do refer to like your higher self quite a lot, but your higher self is you. It's not some spiritual angel guru or anything like that. It's you. And you have those atoms and energy within you. And yeah, it's about tapping in and aligning with those fully, making sure that all your energy chakras are open and everything's flowing and so yeah. good. So powerful. <laughs> and I guess then from a health, you know, a typical health, and when I say typical health, I mean more from like eating, movement, those sort of things. What does your day look like when it comes to those health elements? Do you exercise yep. morning, night? I know movement's a big piece for you. Yeah, I try to get an hour walk in, whether that's morning, afternoon or night, just because I like to try and get 10,000 steps every day. It's always like a bit of competition with myself. (laughs) Um, So I love that. And I also like a nature walk because it just, yeah, makes you think of cool stuff. (laughs) Like it's just that, that alone time. And I'll definitely spend an hour at the gym. Every sort of second day I'll do yoga. Definitely every day I'll do meditation in terms of yeah, being active. That's me. Mm. Yeah. And then food. What does what does food look like for you? Breakfast, lunch? Yeah. So a normal week would sort of I start eating at around ten thirty, eleven, and I'll have avocado and tomato on toast, or I'll have some kind of protein and veg. Then I'll definitely always have a green smoothie with lots of fruit in it. I'll have, yeah, either tuna um, on rice crackers. I'll have hummus and carrot sticks. I'm quite a grazer. And then I'll, like, make another salad for a snack. And before I go to the gym, I always make sure, like, I'll either have, like, a muesli bar or something with peanut butter on it or something that's going to give me some energy, some carbs, sugar, and fats. Um, And then for dinner, always protein, lots of veg, and some carbs. Love it. And what got you into cooking? Because I know you love your healthy cooking. What sparked that in you? Has it always been a real passion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, ever since I was little, because mum is such a great cook. And um, because we lived in the country and the Adelaide Hills, she's like a country-style cook. So she cooks with all the butter and the cream and the, you know, the delicious recipes. And I basically was heavily into sport and everything. So I made them healthy and what served me and what was going to make my body perform the best, I guess. And yeah, I would always cook with her in the kitchen and and nothing's changed really. Now I just cook healthy stuff. 
Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I yeah. love when it's like, yeah, I love healthy. Uh, I love cooking as well, but same. Um, yeah. My dad was pretty healthy, but he was cooking the family. But definitely I love being able to like recreate those meals with like heaps of healthy superfood goodness. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much to my dad's horrified looks all the time. Like yeah. I've made, I've made you raw cherry slice, dad. He's like, was that like cherry, cherry ripe? I'm like, yes. And then he'll have it. He'll be like, nah, it's not the same. <laughs> I know. You definitely like, can't change change them, can you? They definitely like no, it. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, now, how can people start having more connection with you? Because I know you obviously have your retreats and you do some coaching. Mm. Can you talk a mm. little bit? to me about yeah your work and how people can kind of be soaking up more of your wisdom and getting involved in what you're doing I guess just looking me up on Instagram I I post a lot on there I post everything that I'm doing on Instagram basically um I have a website where I have my retreats and when my necklaces are available I have them on there but, yeah, I'm going to be putting up my calendar for my one-on-one coaching sessions as well on my website so people will uh, be able to go to sort of a one one sh- sort of place to book in all of that. Yeah, so I've had a couple of weeks that I've been practising on some clients and, um, yeah, looking to start that up properly in a, um, yeah, client coach relationship yeah in the coming weeks it's sort of like that fear barrier I'm like I know I've got the credentials I know I have got the wisdom but it's like overcoming that fear of just I'm actually going to deal with a real client yeah yeah I I had that feeling when I was releasing my book as well I'm like I don't know if it's ready yet How do you, I love this topic, I'm so huge on, you know, I guess that embracing fear. What is, you know, when you have that thought, because we all have, like we're constantly having it day in, day out, like it's just no matter Mm. what you're doing, there's always that fear that sets in. How do you personally now, I guess, like combat that or or tackle it when it it does rise its head? Fear is growth (laughs) and that's what I think. Yes, so I fear. love that. It's so good. Yeah, fear is growth. So if I know if I'm scared of something, I know it's like leading me down the track of like growth. So, yeah, that was awesome. even just an example for SAS. When I even got proposed that opportunity, I'm like, oh, my God, that looks terrifying, but I should do it. <laughs> How was that experience? Was it terrifying? Oh, yeah, it was so awful. Like I felt like I was, I'd die some days. I would just ask myself, why am I here? And, you know, I can look back on the day before saying, yes, I definitely grew and I can't believe I'm doing this and just kept on saying I'm lucky and not many people would get this opportunity to grow so quickly in such a short amount of time and be able to do these things to test yourself um, and just put your mind and body through extreme circumstances yeah not comfortable (laughs) yeah no definitely and growth you know a lot of the time growth isn't comfortable is it like no it's really like it's this you sit in a lot of uncomfortable feelings when you are in that obviously that's an extreme extreme example of growth going through something like that but it is an uncomfortable feeling Mm. 
even heartbreak as an example is a huge learning curve and and growth phase and it's always evident you know because after you can look back and go oh well I can give that kind of advice to that person and inspire that person because I've actually gone through it and you know next time to not make the same mistake hopefully and that's that's just great Mm. yeah absolutely what is a quote that you live by uh do it with passion or not at all yes I love that I've had that in my diary ever since year five I reckon that's so cool what what draws you what resonates with you so much about that um, well, I'm a very passionate person. So with anything that I do, like I'm very passionate and just and just love it. Like I can't do something that I'm not passionate about. So if I'm going to do something, then do it with vitality and everything I got. So good. Mm. I love quotes. I'm a sucker for quotes. Oh, <laughs> so I always you? love ending on that note. <laughs> yeah, I love oh, quotes. Oh, what's yours? So, mine's never let anyone dull your sparkle. Oh, yes, I've seen that. I've seen yeah. that on your yeah page. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that quote. But I just love when there's something like, that's why I asked you what drew you to that because, yeah, I feel like when there's that real connection by living by something, there's always like an experience or a reasoning why. So that's why I love quotes. I feel like they're just such beautiful mindset shifts as well. You know, they're so short and sharp and to the point, but they allow you to have those, that fresh perspective and that kind of like mindset shift for something. Oh, definitely. No, don't be silly. Um, now, Ali, where can the audience – I know you've men- mentioned Instagram and your website. Oh, that's probably – are they the main places that you hang out that people can connect? Yep, there and at my home, but don't come here. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. – not going to answer the door. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Ali, thank you so much for joining me today. I've absolutely loved our chat and look forward to connecting with you again soon, hopefully in person. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for this chat. It was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.